wife happy that most of us are very happy for the return of the Lord Jesus. If you don't have that so lively in you, I would plead that by the close of today, you would have made a decision to be looking forward to his coming. Whether people like it or not, he's coming back. And it will be so great that when he comes, he would find you looking forward to his coming. Hallelujah. You know, it's so amazing. I was talking to a group of people and I told them, was this man who had done all evil as he could. But he happened to be crucified on the day that Jesus was being crucified. And he was hanged on the side of Jesus. Actually, two people were hanging there. I was asking myself, You've been nailed to a cross. Why didn't they die before the interaction with Jesus? And I heard from the song that said, Till He Returns, or Calls Me Home. I don't know if these things are so serious. One of them said, If you say you are the Son of God, Save yourself and save us. You see how people love the world. You are at the point of death. You are dying. And things are happening. Unusual things that were coming in as evidence. That the man we are hanging here with is not an ordinary man. The earth was shaking. The cloud has changed. Everything else is pointing out to the fact that this man is something else. And to say save yourself and save us. But I love the answer that was given by his friend. Don't you fear God. I pray that you will fear God. Don't you fear God. The things happening to this man and we are witnesses. Is this all you can say? Then he turns to Jesus. Lord, when you go to your kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said, today you shall be with me in paradise. Blessed be the name of Jesus. As I was saying, I was talking to a group of people and I was saying to myself, if you can have such a glorious departure, it will be good. You repent, in a second you are in heaven. But it happened that when you gave your heart to Jesus, your own didn't happen like that. So you better make up your mind. That even though it was not a quick changeover, I'm still determined that I may please him. Hallelujah. You know, when I reason things out for myself, I say, ah, ah. Yay. This will be sweet. Within a second, you are changed. You don't deserve heaven. And then you enter free like that. 
if you make it and I make it, we will visit him and we will find out that how did you go about this? But may I tell you that as long as you live, you have a lot of battles to fight. Satan wants to do everything to stop you. But as you listen to me today, make up your mind. Hallelujah. You know, many people stay in the church for so long that they get to a point where they lose the fire of looking forward to his coming. Many people. And so I just want to remind you that don't stay in the church for too long. What I mean by it is that don't allow your staying in the church and being familiar with Jesus familiar with your life to such an extent that you lose the fire of waiting for him. You know, I didn't ask them to sing that song, but I felt it's just in line with what I want to talk about. You see, you see the spirit with which they sang. You can be very happy. You can be excited and be if as a matter of fact, can be stirred up. But I wish that that continues. After communion service, we will leave this place. And then we are going to be facing with different challenges. When you are faced with those challenges, what would you do? I pray that at any given time, you will be approved to speak about desire to be approved by God. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for such an inspiration from the ambassadors which stirred our hearts, most of us, especially the part that said, so he retains or call me home. I pray that the fire that keeps a man to desire you to be approved will come upon us right now as we hear your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray that, oh God, the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened in the knowledge of your will. That we will not only sing about you, but we will become one with you. In the name of Jesus. And that your word will mean a lot to our lives. Thank you for utterance and for the answered prayer. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, you know, anytime I read this portion of scripture in the Bible, I get stuck and I reason a lot. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. Desire to be approved by God. I want to beg everyone. I observe that the approval of God, when you get it, number one, it doesn't last. It's always, you must always be ready to make sure that every work on the way, the Lord will say, okay, son, approved. And as you go on, he says, approved. Because I noticed that you need to forget about those achievements behind and press towards the, maga, the, mark, the higher calling of God. Amen. And so Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14. Desire to be approved by God. Hallelujah.
Philippians 3, 12-14. Know that I have already attained, or am already perfected, mm. but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has been. Mm. Mm. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, mm. but one thing I do, mm. forgetting those things which are behind mm. and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, mm. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call mm. of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh. Who is speaking here? Let me hear you, those who know Bible. Who is speaking here? Why would Paul talk like that? Why would a man that has written all the epistles that we write, we read, and are stirred up, we read and we repent, we read and we are charged up, we read and we pray, we read and we get a new vision. Such a man writing by the Holy Ghost. Not that I have already attained. Hey, how is it possible? How can Paul tell us that he has not attained? Why is it so? Think about that. You see, when the brother, I, I started with, 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 with scripture from this man. The man attained within a second. Abba. The man attained the heaven within a split second. You and I we haven't attained it. We are on the road. One time I called someone. She said, I said, what do you mean by that? You sound sleepy. Said, oh, I am sleeping. Hallelujah. <laughs> Probably she was dreaming that she was on the road. I want you to understand Christianity. Not that I have already attained. Or I am ready what? Perfected. But I praise on that I may, I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. There is a destiny on your life and you must make sure that it is fulfilled. Halfway will not do it. Three quarters to the finishing point will not do it. 9.9 will let and desire to be approved of God. You know, that final approval is on the day that the Lord shall say, Thou good and faithful servant. Welcome! Then you have attained it. Praise the Lord. For the time being, we must work as if we are sick. Do you know, desire to be approved The scripture said in the verse 13, verse 13, number 13, Brethren, I do not, would you like to read that for me? One, two. Hallelujah. I, I, I am speaking a lot of things to myself. It's true that I've been born again and I've been in Christian service, if you wish, we wish to say it so, for some time now. 
But I observe here that, brethren, I do not count myself as have, count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching. You know, God has not been very interested in your past. It is dead and gone. You know the man who was hanging on the cross? His past didn't mean anything. But the present decision he made changed his life. Of us who are spending, think about what we have been. I have good news for you. Forget about them. Is somebody hearing me? If you really want to make it, you want to attain the thing that I'm talking about this morning, may I give you a piece of advice? You make as if you haven't even done anything. When people have called you and they have crowned you and they have said all manner of things about you, don't let it go into your head. You simply must come down and say, do you know something? I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't done anything because as long as you live in this life, you must press towards the higher calling of God. Is somebody listening to me? Some of us, you know, I started by saying many people have been in the church for too long. We, for too long in such a manner that they know how to sing every song. They know everything. They can, they can say peace and many blessings. They can do everything. And they get to the point where they don't even respect anybody anymore. Because I've been here for too long. Don't come and play with me. My brother, you've been here for too long. Your records are past. Look forward. Look forward to what you can achieve as long as Jesus is concerned. Hallelujah. There are a few things when I come to read them in the Bible, they set me thinking. I'm sharing this with you not because I want to preach to you. I'm sharing it with you because I have an obligation to share it with you. But the thing is for me. Hallelujah. When I reflected on the scripture, I said, hey, can Dennis Lord shape in me, do me such that I will not rely, but I will continuously rely on you for my higher calling. And may I tell you, till he calls you, you must seek constantly for his approval. You won't say amen. That is moving me to say something else. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 17 and 18. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Yes, mom. Listen to this. Everybody must be alert and listen to this. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17 and 18. But he who glories, mm. let him glory in the Lord. Mm. For not he who commends himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. We have a problem here. If there is any joy, let it be the fact that, oh my God, I praise for saving my life. I thank you for, I praise you for your word that is working in me. I bless you that Jesus, I know you. And then when it trickles down, then he comes to a very, very, I don't know, but you know something. Mark this scripture in the verse 18 and spend about two hours to say, Lord, what are you saying on this matter? For not he who commends himself. It's approved. Is it not a serious matter? Praise the Lord. Can I ask a question? I, do, do you think that I can ever become a judge? Eh? You are not minding me. A judge, a judge in the high court. Why? Who is going to be bold to tell me why? Eh? Don't say because of my calling. Just be bold to tell me. 
you don't qualify. Is it difficult to say? Do I have the certificate? Have I sat on any modest matter before? If I carry my, if I see them, the wig, at the judge, do they also wear the wig? Offer, do they also wear? They also wear. If I, if I, if I go to America, because over there you can buy everything. If I go to America and I wear that thing and I buy the thing and I start to, heading towards the seat of the, the judge, what do you think will happen? This judge, we don't know him. They will bundle me out. And they will, they will, the next thing is that I'll be arrested and put in prison. And the next thing is that they will invite a doctor to check whether I'm correct. True or false? <laughs> they, they, they have to check. Because what makes you think that you can sit on that seat? So when I live in that delusion, when I live in that deception, I will be in trouble. Now, why I'm saying this is so simple. I remember many years ago, <laughs> there was a brother who was very fantastic. Eh? He was a very prayer warrior. And I think he thought he has been waiting in line for too long to be able to come and stand here and preach. And so one day, he decided to take over himself. So he was coming to come and take the mic to preach. Because how, how can Reverend Dennis stand here alone? And the people bundled him out. Hallelujah. But you see, listen to what God is saying to us. For not he who commends himself. It is, it, the scripture has, distort, has disturbed me. And in fact, out of this scripture, may I even tell you that even when people are saying that you are good, you are good, it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that you have been approved also. Is somebody listening to me? This is to Christians. He says that for not he who commends himself is approved. Not he who says that, you know, how is it? I mean, okay. If I come and preach a sermon. Oh, pastor, you bless me. Oh, as for you, I don't want to hear that. Because then you are causing trouble. Your commendation doesn't mean a thing in the presence of God. What Dennis must now do is to sit down and dialogue with Jesus. And whatever he tells me to do, I do it until he comes to say, Son, this time I have approved you. And do you know that you can be approved and be disapproved? Probably you didn't understand that. Hello? Did you understand that? When I say you can be approved and disapproved, is somebody listening to me? Do you know that Samson was approved and he was disapproved? Do you know Saul was approved and he was disapproved? Continuous, constant approval is so necessary for everybody who is sitting here. Hallelujah. So I want to beg you. I don't dispute with you at all that you have been in the faithful too long. But shift your eyes off, how long, off from how long you have been and concentrate on constant approval from the Lord. For not he who commends himself is approved. But whom God has his way of approving people. And if I can only advise you that don't, you know, you know, you know, you know, if you are a singer, you are in line with those who preach. Do you know that when you sing very well, let me go closer to them so they can hear. Do you know that if you sing very well, most of the time you have become a darling of everybody? You're not minding me. Do you know that if you sing very well, everybody loves you? But that is not approval. 
Being accepted and approved by God is more important than anything else. And if I could only bring your attention to focus on how you may be approved, I would be very happy. Because I have come to the conclusion that the approval of men don't mean a thing. Ghana, we say we are 27 million. If the whole 27 million even vote for you, it doesn't mean you have received anything from God. Amen. Amen. But being approved by the Lord is so essential. To such an extent that God is saying that even if there is a flyer, this is our man. Very soon we will go into elections. You will hear things. Very soon you will hear all promises. You will hear many things. I will make a bridge from Lagoon to Akosombo. And weaker minds will say, yes. Nobody in this church should be a weaker mind. You are not saying amen. amen? Nobody should vote on tribal basis. You yourself, you should know. Because if you vote on tribal basis, you will also understand that God will say, me, I don't know you. So if you are not sure, go and ask the Lord. Lord, who shall I vote for? You are saved. Amen. Because we are one people. There is only one Ghana map. There are no three Ghana maps. Hallelujah. No, we need to educate people so that all these things, me, I don't care which tribe you come from, as long as the blood has worked. We are brethren. Amen. So many people are not saying amen. So I know your motives. Hallelujah. Just feel free. Jesus was preaching on the platform and they said, your mother and father, they are, your mother and your brethren, they are here. He said, who is my mother? Who is my... The people who are listening to me, if you don't want me as a Busuapenye, me, I want you as a member of the family. Amen. That's why in this church we do not tolerate tribalism at all. When I catch you, I will deal with you. We are one people. Can we say we are one people? Bought by the blood. Those who are not saying, I'm suspecting you. We are one people. Bought by the blood. And we follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Nobody should allow anything. I'm from this, I'm from that. It's unnecessary. You are from... You see, the Bible says that if anybody glories, let him glory in the fact that he knows the Lord. Did he say that if anybody glories, let him glory in the fact that he comes from the south or north or the center of Ghana. So let him glory that he knows the Lord. This is our commitment to Jesus. Amen. And so, on the 7th of November, I'm not going to be preaching about that, but on the, it's your right to vote. And don't vote for anybody because he comes from your hometown. If he is not correct, he is not correct. Amen and amen. amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, let's get back to why did we come here? It is also necessary. Amen. Oh, teacher, don't you think so? Yeah. Today is 6 March. I have forgotten both. <laughs> Father, pray. we pray for Ghana. We pray for this nation. Heal us. Deliver us from the influence of darkness. And give us righteousness. We pray for all of our leaders. Jam them. Those who are walking unrighteously in the name of Jesus. We also repent of all the sins we have committed as a nation. Some deals in the dark, you see it all. Forgive us. And Lord, for our sakes, 
bring a revival to this country. Today we remember that Ghana was born. May Ghana be born again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, as we were talking. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's important to be approved by God. I don't know how I can say it for it to sink very deep into your heart. See, I am so careful now as I'm growing with the Lord. I'm growing in Him. I have come to the conclusion that it's so important to seek the approval of God in everything you do. Hallelujah. Listen, you can bring shiploads of money to Ghana. He cannot be bribed. You can do everything for everybody else to say you are a good man. It will not change God. But God can look at you and say, here is a man. This one. He's my son. Do you know that Jesus, how many of us know that Jesus is God? If you don't know it, you must. That Jesus is not a prophet like one of those prophets. He is God. In the beginning, He made, the Father made, and the Spirit of the Lord made the heavens and the earth with Him. By Him, all things are in existence. He is the Son of God. He is God. But when he came into the world, he brought himself so low to such an extent that because he was in the earth, he would always seek for approval from the Father. And that thing is so, it excites me. It makes me know that Christianity is such that you must seek to be approved of God. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 8, I was quite surprised to see. In the verse 29, is that correct? Let me check. Sorry, in John chapter 8, verse 28 and 29. John, 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 John. John. John, 28, 29. Then Jesus said to them, when you lift, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. Verse 29, say that for me, one, two. What is it that made the father become very interested in the son? The son was continuously obedient to the father. Hallelujah. The father has not left me because I do those things that please the father. How many believers have set their hearts to continually to obey God? Today, many believers obey God when it's convenient. Many believers do things when it sews into my plans. But desire to be approved is coming from even the master himself, who when he was on the earth, the Bible says that he who sent me is with me. It is true you are born again. I will not leave you nor will I forsake you. God is with you. But to maintain his approval and continue presence with you, the Bible says that the Father has not left me alone, which he promised he will never leave us alone. The Bible says that for I always do those things that please him. Meaning if you stop doing those things that please him, what will happen? Meaning if you stop those things that please the Father, what will happen? What will happen? He will leave you. You have to accept it. It is hard to say, but it's the truth. 
You remember I mentioned earlier on about the man called Samson. He was anointed with special unction from God. The Holy Spirit of God was with this man. And this man did so many things. He could kill many people. He could do great things in a short while. He can massacre thousands of people by one hand because the anointing of God was with him. And then the man kept doing things that were not pleasing unto the Lord. And after some time he thought that, okay, I will shake myself one more time. And this time when he shook himself, he was going on the ground. He has been left. Do you know why it's so important to consistently walk with God in a manner that His approval continuously will be with you? That's the thing you need to pay attention to. Hallelujah. Many believers don't care. Once saved, forever saved. It's a big lie. It's a church doctrine, not Bible gospel. Praise the Lord. Yeah, Pastor, I'm born again and you know we are going to heaven. You and who? Are you doing those things that please the Father? Are you, are you, are you so committed to saying that, Lord, I want to stay in your presence. I want to do your will. A child of God, I want you to know that if you really want to get the approval of the Lord, follow Jesus. Even he, when he was here, he was so determined not to do anything of his own except what pleases God. And so he simply said, the father has not left me because I do those things that please him. It's a big statement. You know, God doesn't have any favorite. Do you know that? You are not minding me cry. God doesn't have any favorite. And he doesn't have anybody special. You know, sometimes we make some statements and say, Hey, as for me, God loves me. When the Lord gives you a small car, Hey, as for me, God loves me. Then you make your, your other brother jealous. The fact that God gave you and you too is foolish to be jealous anyway. Hallelujah. The fact that God gave you a car, the fact that God built you a house, the fact that God gave you money, the fact that God, you know, today we have brought our gospel to the point where it is all about what I can get. May I tell you what I'm talking about this morning has nothing to do with what you can get. It has so much to do with your obedience to the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus is the one speaking. His confidence was in the fact that I myself have guaranteed because I have made up my mind that I will obey God. And because God is principled and He's a just God, if you do this, I will also do it for you. Hallelujah. Be obedient. Be a good child of God who obeys the word of the Lord. Because out of it, you will get the approval of God. Amen. Don't be among those believers who do things because it suits them. Because it's convenient. We don't live like that. If you want to be a true believer who wants to make it at the end of the day... That you will receive, thou child of God, welcome. There's something you have to do. You have to make up your mind that I will be obedient to the word of God. Amen. Jesus himself was approved because he was on the earth. He was subjected to any temptation like ours. He was subjected to anything But you see, God is inspiring us to say, if Jesus went through, you too, you can go through. Praise the Lord. That's why I chose the human form for him to operate. And Jesus knows that we can do it. So make up your mind that you will receive an approval from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's very, very important. And I observed that the people who were following the Lord themselves also decided to do the same thing. 
Apostle Paul and the brethren, they did the same thing. They always received their approval from the Lord, even in preaching. And one of the biggest temptations for we, those who have the privilege of standing to preach to you, is that if you are not very careful, you can come to the point where you will tell people what they want to hear. It's very dangerous. And it's actually tempting. Do you know that sometimes the devil come and say, you know, you have to preach this small. I'm telling you what I hear. You see, you have to come and stand here. You can't continue to preach like this. You have to tell them that, you know, it's going to be well. This morning I was coming, and then my, rad- my radio, I don't I think it must have been my assistant secretary who put it somewhere, and the man was firing, he was preaching very much. And as I kept hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, I was wondering what he was talking about. You are an overcomer. You be in control. Because God said, be in control. You shall have dominion. And the man fired and fired. And I didn't hear anything about Jesus who will make you. And the sermon was, I, I, I said to myself, the church members may be very, very happy. My friend, you are not going anywhere without Jesus. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. I want us to understand that Jesus makes the difference. Praise the Lord. And we must get to know him. Apostle Paul, we read it from here. Let me just remind you shortly. I mean, the Bible says that all those things I have done and I have gained, I have left them behind and I have said to myself, it is nothing, but there is a higher calling. I am present towards that. Desire to be approved of God. That man never stopped. There are some of us who resigned from being in Christians because somebody has done something. How can you do yourself such a havoc? How can you do that? Oh, me, I have stopped being a Christian. Oh, me, I have stopped. Me, all these things, as we keep saying, you know, sometimes we have no choice than to do things to people, good do things things for people, and the very people that you do the things for, they are like this. They, they don't do that, but by explanation, they take their big hand and slap you here. The military people know how to do it. They do things that will hurt you, and if you are not very careful, Reverend and I, we keep saying that, ah, ah, bending, we encourage ourselves in the Lord. Yeah, because you see, you can do things for people and you think that because I did this for you, you must be this. Oh, it doesn't mean a thing. It's like they saying, you know, the gun they have, Mayoto or something like that. Mayoto me. Even the word itself is heavy. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that should not stop us from being who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Shouldn't. If you settle with that, you have caused a disaster to yourself. You're saying that I don't need your approval anymore. I take the law into my own hands. I do as I please. Let's continue to do what Jesus would have us to do. A big amen. Let's quickly have a look at something which is very important. And then we will come to the communion table right now. A man approved of God. Now there are a few things that I want to say. In 1 Thessalonians, I will take it from... In fact, if you can read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2... I, uh, I would plead that you read to the end, but 
because we don't have much time, I want to say something. I was talking about the fact that if you are a pastor, you are not very careful. You can get to the point where you will start preaching the things that the people want you to preach about. Because then, you see, it's spiritual. Eh? The Bible says that in the last days, they will set teachers upon themselves who will teach the things they want to hear. And you know, after some preaching for some time, you can easily be tempted that I haven't touched this, I haven't touched that. Let me preach about prosperity small. I, mean, I don't know how to preach about prosperity. But I know how to preach about obedience. And in your obeying, you will prosper. Hallelujah. Now, Apostle Paul says something here which is very interesting. First Thessalonians chapter 2 from verse 1. I love this. The Bible says, For you, for you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain. I pray that as I come to you every Sunday, as, as, as my brethren, my, my, other preach, my other pastors, my other brethren come to you every Sunday, we will not come to you in vain. I will explain what it means to come to the congregation in vain. The Bible says that, but even after we have suffered before, and were spitefully treated at Philippi. As you know, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel of God in much conflict. Praise the Lord. If you are a preacher, no matter what, don't change your mouth. If everybody else is preaching something else, preach the gospel of Jesus, which is the power of God unto salvation. Now, we go further down. He says that for our exhortation, which we do sometimes, our exhortation did not come from error or uncleanliness, nor was in it deceit. Read this for, portion for me. One, two. But as we have been approved, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tested our hearts. Hallelujah. You know something? This is a power for anybody who preaches. God must test your heart to see whether you will continuously tell the truth to people. Do you know that I have, I know, I have preached in this church and many people have left. Because they didn't want to hear. The things they want to hear is not. There are certain preachers in our country that everybody loves them. Amen. They are very, very wonderful. In America, there is a certain preacher. Everybody loves him. Oh, he has Ghana Stadium. is too small for his congregation. He's a wonderful preacher. In fact, when he's even preaching, he's smiling. It shows his heart. You know, don't think bad. Everything is good. In this world, in this world we live, everything is good. Even the preacher has a problem. Fire until he can repent. Hallelujah. This is the reason why I want you to understand the type of people we are here. We are not here to pamper you in your sin. We will do you a havoc. Because on that day, nobody will stand there and save you. Do you know what God said? For many shall call and say, Lord, Lord, in your name. We casted out demons. In your name we heal the sick. And God said, yes, we are not talking about that subject. You are a worker of iniquity. What will you say on that day when they told you that? So, I want you to understand. Whenever we are led to say things that you are sitting down, nobody has insulted you, but you are uncomfortable, you must just say, Lord, I thank you for this man. Oh, because, you see, in secret, I was doing these things, but you use his mouth. Hallelujah. The reason why, let me tell you something. Anybody that is approved to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, his words are not very easy to carry. 
All those fantastic sermons that you are hearing on the radio, it's like locomotive. It's not like that. Now, I want two people to be honest with me. Is it very, very easy to live a righteous life in this crooked generation? Isn't it true that sometimes you yourself, your ways are some way? You are not minding me at all. Isn't it true that sometimes even you haven't done the thing but deep in your heart you say, So, if I were to tell you things that will help you to continue, I'm a dangerous man. But I pray that you'll be spotless, blameless, until the coming of the Lord. That you will not delight in sin, but you will delight in righteousness. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says. But we have been approved by God to be entrusted. Ah, I got there. I said, Lord, this is what I'm desiring. Oh my God. Now the same man, now listen to this. The same man that said that we have been approved to, we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, with the gospel. Even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tested our hearts. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Now, here is a man who says that he has been approved to preach the gospel. And now we come to 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter, chapter 9, verse 27. Would you now read this for me? One, two. Is it a contradiction? How can I be approved to preach the gospel? And then I am also saying to myself, you know, I, I, me too, I need to take over. After I, have preached my, after I have preached to others, I myself can be disqualified. What kind of sermon is that? Meaning that if you are a preacher, it doesn't give you license to heaven. Your very life is the one that gives you license to heaven. You, you see, that's why I, I don't care at all. When I, when I preach to you and you come around and say, Pastor, thank you for blessing my heart. May I tell you that I must go back and do my homework and make sure that Dennis is walking uprightly. Your commendation will not work. In fact, I can preach for you to be delivered. By the grace of God. In this church we have seen people, I was just preaching, they were delivered. Someone came to testify, but it doesn't make me super. God is saying, okay, now you have preached. We have worked together. Now, Dennis, you, let's talk the matter. May you be approved by your obedience to the word of God, diligence. Don't take it for granted at all. Praise the Lord. I wish I could glory in the fact that I'm a pastor. I wish I could glory in the fact that I'm a preacher. I wish I could do that. But may I tell you that I will be deceiving myself. What I should glory in is that I myself, I know the Lord. And I'm obedient to Him. And I'm not making koni, koni, koni. That is what God requires. Because you see, these days happening. And sometimes by virtue of standing and preaching, we become so, as my wife would say, flabberwhelmed. I don't know whether it's in English language. Flabberwhelmed. Highly inflammable. <laughs> if you live with a fanti, from time to time you will find fanti English in the Bible, in the dictionary. You, I can ple- preach for you to be flabberwhelmed. If you want the meaning, I know where to direct you to go and get the meaning. But that's not a matter. Dennis, so, you know, brethren, I keep telling you, when my eyes got open, I have come to the conclusion, I don't preach for Sister Eleonora. I preach for, I, I'm sharing what God is dealing with me. With her, with Grace, with Mike, 
with Brother Fori, with my papa here. I am I'm only man, I'm sharing it is not for you. If you want, you can take. Because I've come to see that I'm not exempted. How can a man say, I don't know how many people are in this hall right now, that after I have preached to others, I, I go back and discipline myself. Ah, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. If somebody needed to have favor with God, it should have been poor. Everlasting favor. You are not minding me. If there was ever everlasting favor, it should have been brother Paul. You know, let's, you know, how many people, apart from Jesus, should have had everlasting favor? Paul. Peter. John. James. In fact, let's put ourselves together. They should have had favor. But if you read each one of them, everyone is so careful about his own life because he knows that no matter how God has used you, you can come to the message that says, Yes, you said, Lord, Lord, but I never knew you because you are a worker of iniquity. May the Lord help us. So, brother... I know God is going to raise mighty men in this place. No matter who you are, when God raises you, you also have a life to answer for. Praise the Lord. When God brought me to that understanding, I came to the conclusion and I said, Lord, I'm going to work on myself. And you know, brethren, of late, all that I've been doing is to work on myself. With the help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, if I am working, am I your pastor? Let me see by those who think I'm your pastor. I'm, uh, let me see. If I'm not your pastor, you can put your hand down. It's not false. Am I? Am I not your pastor? Now, if your pastor is working on himself, what do you think you must do? It's a serious matter, Hallelujah. I want you to understand this. I have five minutes and I want to show you something. So, come back. This was just a piece of cake. Let's go back and let's finish quickly. The Bible said, we were in the verse 4 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. The Bible says that, the Bible says that, you know, these days we can't even preach for long. Because, you see, when you start with the introduction, then the time has come. I think heaven clock must have been adjusted. Because the time goes so fast. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but even uh, God who tested our hearts. So I came to the conclusion and I said, you know, whenever you are speaking, don't speak nothing to please nobody. Speak as the Spirit gives you utterance. Amen. The next verse says that, for neither at any time did we use fratlin. This time, fratlin. Fratlin. I didn't say frata. Fratlin. Amen and amen. If the Ashanti's one is L and R, the Gan one is H. On. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm going to my house. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. I'm yet to find the ever one. They don't have any. Oh, my friend, I will discover. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember my few village. You know, I come from the north. Come from Volta region. I come from Puerto Rican. Come from Puerto Rican. Nay, for neither at any time did we use fraddling words. As you know. As you know. Nor a cloak for righteousness. For God is our witness. 
What we are saying is that the things we are saying, God himself is also interested. During the week when we were listening to the word of the Lord, do you know we were told that every church has an angel? And so when I come and stand here and I come and say things that are not in accordance, our angel is recording. And Dennis will answer for it. Hallelujah. And so that's why I've made up my mind that I want to be approved by God, not you. Amen. Oh, pastor, how can you talk like that? Because we pay your salary. I I will collect it, but you can't approve me. If you don't like, go and take the money from the administrator. You know, a pastor, a pastor, a pastor couldn't preach. Because he preached a sermon that touched somebody who was a giver in the church. So the man's sermon, he said, what kind of sermon did you preach? He said, what do you mean? You said I shouldn't have two wives. Oh, I was only encouraging that. Uh, he said, go and stand there and change your mouth. And the pastor came following the said, Oh, the thing that I was saying, I think some of you have taken it too seriously. It's okay. From now on, I'll be careful. From where? What? I won't do that. Because you are sending people to hell. Tell them the truth. When a man receives approval from the Lord to preach the gospel, he's not afraid of anybody. And may you receive that unction to hear the word of God that will set you on the move in the name of Jesus. The other day somebody was saying that, why? That was some long time ago. He said, no, I don't like that. I said, what? You bring my matter on the throne. I said, I bring your matter. Okay. Of course, I didn't. I was just speaking by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and he wasn't happy. But he took it as probably I had something. And I said, I didn't. Okay. Can I say something? If you don't want me to bring your matter to the place, then you two stop. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. You can't say that, you see. Now, because of that, you know, there are some people who are afraid for counseling. Because he said, this man, when I go, he will come and stand here, he will say it. That's not how I preach my sermon. There's too much in the Bible to talk about. But you see, the problem is that the gospel, when you hide, it will reach you there. Wherever, David said, wherever I go, you are there. From when shall I hide from you? The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone. May the word of God arrest you. Hallelujah. I will just finish here. I have a few things. I was going to talk about, you know, let me have one more five minutes, you know. Now, let's see how a man can be approved. There are a few things that you can have approval on. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. I love that. Let me tell you, approval of God doesn't come cheap. Second, second Timothy. Would you read this for me? One, two. The same scripture put it in NLT. One, two. Put it in good news. You don't have good news. What else do you have? Only two? Miss Alote, where are all our... Okay, now, one, two. I want to bring your attention to something. Be diligent. Hard work. Do your best. Then there was one. 
Which one? There were four. Don't be ashamed. Steady to show yourself approved. Now, that word in King James, steady to show yourself approved, when you take different translations, translations, then you are beginning to see how serious it is for a man to get approval from God. Work very hard on your faith. You are not studying Bible and you want to be approved. You are lying. Study hard. Be diligent. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Take your Bible and immediately you, 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 read, you can read every book, but when you take your Bible, you say, A workman needed not to be ashamed. You are drunk already when you take your Bible. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Study. Be eager to do your utmost to present yourself. As I picked up those words, then I realized that for a man to be approved, he has to work hard. Amen. So it's not that cheap. As I come to a close, I want you to consider you need an approval from God. One time approval is not forever. This God we serve seeks for continuous approval. I couldn't even go to Matthew 23 to talk about when you humble yourself, you'll be lifted up. In other words, when you humble yourself, you'll be approved. I couldn't get to Titus and other places. But may I say that there is... An approval every one of us need. Amen. Amen. Work at it. If ever anybody was telling you that you are doing well, don't let your head carry you. Say to yourself, I don't think so. I want to seek after the Lord. I want to know Him. If Paul can say in conclusion, I have forgotten all those things. And I am pressing towards the higher calling. You and I, we need double unction on that matter. Desire to be approved of God. Bow your heads with me as we pray. We are told, Lord, by your word, our own recommendations and recommendations from other men will not help us. You are the one who does the approval. We plead that you would help us. Lord, open our eyes to see the things we need to do to receive your approval. In the name of Jesus, as we come to your table today, may our eyes be open. May every weakness of the flesh fall. In the name of Jesus. May we be strengthened with might in the inner man to continue to press on towards the higher calling of yours. So that the reason for which you apprehended us will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Therefore we come to your table. Help us, Father, to experience you as we take your flesh. To experience you as we take in your blood. Thank you for everyone here in Jesus' name. Amen.